Hey everybody, it's Tara Bryant and you are listening to Course Building Secrets Podcast. Whether you're a coach or a CEO, the success of your team and clients is based on your ability to deliver a consistent experience and guide them on the fastest path to results. This podcast will give you practical, real-life tips that you can use today to build your online experiences that get results and create raving fans. Why? So you can monetize your expertise and serve more people without adding more time or team to your business. If you're looking to uncover your million-dollar framework, package it and use it to scale, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hey, course creators, it is so great to connect with you today. My message today is going to be a little different um, in the sense that um, it's a little bit more maybe inspirational or mindset focused than usual. Um, One of the things I have been reading or rereading one of the Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad books and how there's so much great stuff in there. And I think that every time I reread kind of a foundational book like that, uh, it really gives me some new insights that I didn't have before. So I want to share a couple of those with you today. Uh, First, this weekend, I was at um, a a service and it was interesting that the um, person who was speaking said, you know, there are two different ways that you can focus your energy. You can either focus on fear and building and reinforcing the fear that you have, or you can step out in faith. And it was such a good message, especially with all the crap that we're dealing with right now and and things that are going on is when you look at how you show up, do you show up and, you know, there's fear and that stops you or do you step out in faith and really think that, you know what, you believe that you can do the thing that you were meant to do, do the thing that you want to do and really be able to step out in faith and believe that that's going to be something that's going to happen, that you can make happen, or do you let the fear stop you? And I think that for me, it was just a really good reminder because I have had some things going on lately that have sort of um, questioned that for me um, in terms of how am I showing up? Where am I putting my energy? Am I putting my energy in some of the fear that I have about different situations or Am I leading with faith that that I truly believe that everything uh, is going to work out as it should? And so uh, I, I thought that was just a good place to start as we're looking at this conversation. The other thing is I just um, was reading uh, an, uh, another passage or quote that I wanted to share with you um, as I start this as well. And it says, when you play small, you cheat everyone. You cheat your clients, you cheat yourself, and you cheat your family and friends. If you have something great to offer people that can really help them, it is your duty to help them. Quit waiting until everything is perfect. It's time. It's time for you to step out of your comfort in playing small and step into the faith that you can play at a much higher level. You are being called to get into the game. I love that. So again, if if that resonates with you this morning, then uh, you know, re-listen to that and really take action. Start to think about, okay, I have to play bigger. I have to step out of 
the role of fear. I have to step out of my comfort zone and I need to step into what I am meant to do so I am not cheating my clients, myself, my friends, and my family. Um, so again, super powerful. Okay, so as I, I kind of reflect on some of the things that I'm rereading in this book, one of the things that comes to me is when I started, uh, when I left corporate, I guess I should say first, when I left corporate as an employee uh, 17 years ago now, wow, it's been 17 years, that's crazy, uh, 17 years ago now, uh, I stepped into, I said, well, I'm going to go out and start my own business. I'm going to go and and help more people build courses that make a difference, really build kind of platforms and infrastructure for learning that helps employees and customers be able to excel and get the results that they want to get. I'm going to help more companies do that. I had a lot of success doing that as an employee and I just feel this calling to, you know, help and and make an impact a little bit differently. So I went out on my own and not really knowing a whole lot about what that meant, um, I took on some, we'll call them gigs at this point, right? So I really went into a self-employed role as I, you know, I'm reflecting uh, the the rich dad, poor dad is that they have, you know, employee and self-employed and then business owner, right? So they have kind of the three different categories. So I thought I was going from employee to business owner, which I was. Um, but but essentially what I started doing was I just went into a self-employed role, right? I, I actually did the same thing I was doing as an employee only on my own for clients. So I would go on site and I would work on these projects and then I would move to another project. It was just me. And um, I started sort of building my expertise and my proprietary framework in terms of how I did work, how I showed up, how I sold what I was offering to people. I started to learn that and I started to to build that structure or framework around the business to start creating those systems. So really went into that self employed role um, as I was sort of growing and figuring out different things um, that I could help people do, which is great. And a lot of times that's how people start and um, and that's a great way to do it. The challenge is, is that eventually you need to move into a business owner role in order to grow and scale and really be able to help more companies, right? Because that's sort of what I ended up doing was I got to a certain point where I was maxed out and I, I literally had no more time to help additional people. And um, and so, it, you know, if you've listened to my story, you know that sort of the event that 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 changed things for me from a mindset perspective was really when my second child was born and I had my computer on my stomach right after she was born trying to do a client project. And for me, that was the shift that I needed to make to say, wait a minute, there's got to be a different way to build a business that's scalable and sustainable and doesn't require all of my time because time freedom was a big reason why I left corporate when I did was I wanted more time freedom. Well, I didn't really know what that meant, right? I was used to working 40 hours. I thought, well, if I'm doing my own thing, I'll be able to pick and choose when I'm working and how often I'm working and whatever else. Well, <laughs> if you've ever been in a position of consulting or being self-employed, you know that that's not actually the case. 
is that if you are um, any good, you're you're never um, at a point where you don't have projects. And, um, and the projects are really dictated by the client in terms of when you show up and how much time they take and the duration and the complexity and all of that. It's not really something that you actually control your time. So we started to explore, well, how, what does that look like? How do we get more time freedom? How do we start... Um, you know, growing the business in a different way. So I'm not working, you know, 12 to 15 hours a day. What does that look like? And so we started the transition of really looking at, okay, so I need to hire people. I need to have more people who are helping to support what we're doing. And, um, and the evolution of that was, okay, great. We'll help hire people to help me um, do additional pieces of work that, maybe aren't my specialty or take me a lot longer to do than, you know, it would take someone else. So we started to build that way. Then we got into the position of, well, look at everybody's doing a great job. They don't necessarily need me to do it. They need me to help grow the business and really think about strategically how to um, scale what we were doing. And so then I started into that kind of more business role. The challenge was is that, you know, if you think about, and, and this may be something that you're dealing with in your business, which is why I'm talking about it, is, you know, you're, you're still at that place where you're the technician, you're the one who's doing the work, you're the one who specializes in it, and you're the driver of sort of the strategy of how the work is getting done. And, um, and you find yourself in the business more than, than you know, kind of on, uh, on top of the business or running the business or whatever. And, um, and the challenge with trying to scale a business that way is you're too close to it, right? You're too close to the deliverables. You're too close to what's being produced. And you're trying to scale. And this is the problem that we ran into is we're trying to scale a technician business, a self-employment business, like a, a contracting business by adding more people to it, not changing what we were delivering, so there's two different directions to, to think about here um, as as you you start to kind of step into, okay, yeah, this has been my problem is, you know, you, you're on that feast and famine roller coaster, you've hired people, but they're not really working their zone of genius and you're still in the business even though you don't want to be, right? If you're, you know, having some of these challenges, there are two different things that will help you change the game that will help you play um, play a bigger game. The first one is um, in order to really grow and scale your business, and I truly, truly, truly believe this, is that you actually have to get out of just offering one-on-one services um, or solutions to clients. When you are just offering one-on-one, meaning done-for-you work only, the challenge is, is that you're always in an hours for dollars model. You're always in a trading time um, model, which means you're either trading your time or you're trading your team's time for that one-on-one sort of done for you project. And that's great. Like you can create systems, you can create efficiencies, you can create um, templates, you can create all sorts of things to speed up that process and try and beat the clock. Meaning the time that you're spending is less than the amount of of money that you're making on that project. But at some point, there's there's sort of a, um, 
you know, a reverse rate of return, right? In terms of you can't always beat the clock. And honestly, most of the time you hire people, they're not working as quickly as you are. And so, you you know, you're always going to get sort of stuck in that hours for dollars model. And um, which is great up until a certain point, you get to a point you cannot scale that further. So you have to get out of that one-on-one mentality of that's all you can offer. And that's why, you know, things like Learn Academy or, you know, our coaching program or whatever is so powerful because we help you package what you're doing in a way that allows you to also offer, maybe done with you or do it yourself services around your core um, offering, your core one-on-one offering. So whether it's your signature program or it's, you know, somewhere along the sort of life cycle of your clients, you're able to offer additional things which help um, start push you out, pushing you out of that hours for dollars model or that sort of transition you made from being an employee to self-employed to a business owner is, is looking at that. The second main thing is really looking at what problem are you solving? So often when we go from being an employee to being self-employed, we're just taking our skill set and moving our skill set to help more people um, outside of a company, right? So you're going in as a consultant, you're going in as a team to help provide them that that service. But and, and you're solving a problem, but you're sort of solving that extra pair of hands problem, right? Where they don't have the expertise, they don't have the the time or the talent in-house, and so they're going out to find other people who can fulfill on the work. So you're solving that particular problem, but if you look at how do you solve a problem in the market that other people aren't solving, that's really where you start to put jet fuel on your expertise is really solving that problem. So if you think about any kind of shift in any industry um, that's going on. We could take um, Shipt or Instacart for an example. So, so to be able to come into a market and say, okay, so how do we solve a problem that people have in the marketplace, um, which is you know time to go shopping, time to get food or whatever else, and um, and disrupt that. Right, that's solving a problem in a market that doesn't have you know that particular. Um, hasn't ever had that before, that's where the big leaps forward happen. You you completely decouple time and money and you're solving a problem with your expertise versus fulfilling on a project or uh, the extra pair of hands work that you can do as an employee. So you're really able to transition all the way forward from um, employee to self-employed to business owner and really looking at that from a, a completely different perspective helps shift you past that hours for dollars work, that one-on-one work. So as I am, again, reflecting on some of the, the lessons that I'm learning again in this book is really asking the right questions, asking, are you building a business system? Are you building something that, that helps to solve a problem? Or are you, you know, just creating an, another job for yourself? Are you just creating more work? Are you putting yourself in a place of just, um, you know, kind of shifting, basically shifting who's paying you and, um, and who your boss is, right? And eventually, it's really looking at 
you know, what is it that you're that you're looking for as you move forward? Because some people may just want to st- say stay self-employed and work on projects and, you know, they're doing other things or whatever else. But you may get to a certain point and I'm going to tell you that I've worked with um, dozens of people who are at this point where they've been self-employed for a very long time and they say, well, what's next? I don't want to keep doing this every single day. I don't want to keep working 12 to 15 hours a day. There's got to be something else that comes from all of this work that I've been doing. How do I leverage my expertise? How do I leverage what I've been doing and really start to play a bigger game? Or look at what's what's the next step when I want to stop working all those hours? And unfortunately, you get to a certain point and that ship has sailed. And so how do you start looking at transitioning your time, your offer, and your energy into something that's more sustainable and scalable? And the answer to that is packaging what you're doing in a different way. You can still work one-on-one, but you also can look at how do you create um, you know, and leverage something that's online so you can help more people? Or how do you automate and package what you're doing so so it's there without you actively putting in the time? How do you help people on projects without reinventing the wheel each time? And these are questions that we answer in Learn Academy as we really look at how do you step in to your, your zone of genius and not only help people get results, but help yourself create that lifestyle, that time freedom that you actually were looking for when you sidestepped to do something a little bit different than going into the office and work, working for someone else for all of that time. So the question I want to leave you with today as you're reflecting on what I'm saying is, you know, what is your goal? Is your goal to think about how do you solve that problem that allows you to really help people at the highest level that you have without putting in 12 to 15 days until, you know, until, I don't know, you're in your 70s, right? Um, and, And really looking at what you want out of all of this. It was interesting. There was a, somebody was asking on one of the Facebook groups I'm on, you know, I just want to keep things super simple. I just want to stay you know, a, a sole proprietor forever. And I own this business and it's a brick and mortar business and da, da, da. And, um, and it was interesting because there were, you know, hundreds of comments and all of them were asking the same thing, right? Like, what is it that you want to achieve? Because you can say, well, I just want it to be simple and be a sole proprietor. But, um, but the challenge with that is what's the end game then, right? What what are you thinking about doing? If your goal when you started your own thing was was financial freedom, lifestyle freedom, time freedom, more autonomy, all of those different things, is that getting you closer to your goal or is it just allowing you to stay busy? Is it allowing you to have it, you know, a little bit of income coming in? but it's not actually achieving any of those freedom goals that you had. Um, and, and, and I would challenge that if you're a sole proprietor, you're probably going to run into a situation at some point, if you haven't already, where you're either burnt out or you, you ask that question, like, what is next? How am I going to, you know, enjoy some of the fruits of my labor 
And um, and the way to do that is to start packaging what you're doing in a, in a different way. And so hopefully this serves you today. It's a little bit of a, a you know different kind of course building secret, but I just really felt compelled to share it today. Just as as I'm thinking about you know where we are in the business, where we've been in the business, how do we shift things? How do we look at um, what the next you know 17 years looks like? as we shift and grow and really be able to start asking those questions to make sure that that I'm focused on you know lifestyle, time and financial freedom because they're different. All three of those are very different in terms of the objectives and how to create a business um, or how to make money and keep money um, in order to achieve those goals. So, Hopefully this serves you today. Enjoy the rest of your day and we will talk later this week. I will tell you that we have an awesome guest coming um, up here and so look for that. And um, I'm excited to share his story with you. So um, look for that as the week progresses. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The best thing you can do is to take action on an idea or tip that resonated with you. To help you take action, I have a free gift for you that you can download in the show notes. During each episode, we publish an action plan worksheet and other helpful takeaways from our speakers in the Course Building Secrets Creators Lab. To register for free, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy. Hey, everybody, wanted to come on at the end of this episode and let you know about an event that's coming up in August of 2023. So we are super excited to announce the second annual Gamify My Course Camp five-day challenge that's coming up. It is totally free. And listen, what it's going to do is help you think about how do you add participation? How do you add more engagement and opportunities for your people to actually get results in your online programs? And each day, we're going to jump on live with actionable tips for you to be able to do that. So I would love to invite you to sign up for the Gamify My Course Camp, which is going to be August 7th through the 11th with a special bonus session on the 14th. So come and join us. Can't wait to see you at camp this year because listen, your kids get to go to camp, other people get to go to camp, so I think over the summer we should all go to camp as well. All right, so we're going to do fun activities like tug of war and um, archery practice and different things like that. So go check out our page at uh, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 20. 23 underscore gamify. That is how you can get a hold of us in the show notes. There should be a QR code and this link for you to jump on and register. It's totally free and would love to see you on August 7th. All right, there you go. Have a great day.